Today's episode is brought to you by CXC. For more than 30 years now, CXC has partnered with thousands of organisations to payroll and manage their contractor workforce. So it makes sense that they are all over it when it comes to understanding their clients' recruitment challenges. As part of their suite of talent solutions, CXC offers clients a recruiter on-demand service. During peak recruitment periods or when your current recruitment team is at capacity, CXC can seamlessly embed an experienced talent partner to work within your internal talent team on a temporary basis ranging from one to three months to recruit permanent fixed-term contract or contingent roles. Even in the most urgent situations, CXC's Recruiter On Demand will give you the extra support you need to uphold your internal recruitment activity with hiring managers with no disruption to your everyday operation. Wow. To find out more about CXC and their talent solutions, go to cxcglobal.com and get in touch with the team. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to tell them, Tarpot sent you. Get ready, it's Tarpod time. We talk talent, recruitment, and everything in between. So strap in and prepare yourself for a dose of knowledge tied up in a ribbon of fun. Now please join your hosts and industry leaders, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. I'm Lauren. Surprise, surprise. surprise and surprise. today we have two fabulous guests, Vicky Carolyn from CXC Global, this month's fabulous sponsor. Thanks Ooh. for joining us. And Kelly O'Connor, TA lead from Medibank. Thank you, ladies. Welcome to Bye. the Nut House. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for having us. We're always oh very gosh. excited, Lauren, aren't we, when we have our vendor-led episode. So, you know, where the sponsor comes in. Bloody anywhere. <laughs> and Pub included. I don't think so. Not today. And we're really excited that you've brought in Kelly from Medibank to talk about a sort of a new initiative. So what, mm. before we get there, why don't you tell us a little bit about traditionally what CXE Global um, is for the market? Yeah. And then maybe just introduce us slightly into Recruiter on Demand. Yep. Sure. So uh, traditionally CXC are a contingent workforce management organisation, sort of assisting enterprise clients with uh, managing their workforce and engaging their contingent workers in a compliant fashion. Um, There's a host of associated benefits from, uh, you know, tax minimisation strategies through to wellbeing initiatives and things like that. But we've sort of evolved the model a lot um, in more recent years to introduce some talent solutions as well. We started working with Medibank in 2016 under a different type of model, um, but we've been providing contingent workforce management to them through the whole time. More recently, we have been able to assist with a bit of a different delivery model to help get through, I guess, a period of time where Kelly was away and needed some assistance in ensuring that BAU continued. So we helped with a delivery called Recruiter on Demand, which is effectively um, providing some talent acquisition solutions for peak recruitment periods or to cover off while people are away and needing to continue on that recruitment activity or it might be to look at introducing some new recruitment strategies. So we're lucky enough to work with Medi for this delivery and um, help Callie while she was away on leave for a while. Hey, so first question, in, did you enjoy your holiday? Yeah, did you enjoy your holiday, Kelly? Absolutely. It was, it was like coming up on three and a half years since I've been home. Obviously, COVID played an effect and, 
you know, wedding postponements were all getting dropped in the calendar for last year. <laughs> and I had to get home. So, yeah, um, it was a long kind of stint, uh, longer than any other trip I would have taken before. So it was near four weeks, about three and a half, four weeks that I was taken. And, of course, it just happened at a busy period. Mm. I mean, we're always busy, but, like, it just so happened when there was a lot of bulk projects happening. The team were slammed. So I think, yeah, identifying this kind of need, how CXE would have been able to assist and what role they would have played was was key in this as well. I've got two quick questions. Firstly, um, when did you sort of realise that you were going to sort of need this? And, and secondly, would you ordinarily go to another provider? If something like this arose, I'm wondering how um, CXE Global came into the scene on this. It, it must be, it's really interesting. Well, like, obviously, I knew I was taking leave, but we didn't understand at the time how much of the team were also planning on taking leave, whereas usually, you know, share the, the borders out. opened up and everyone's like, yeah, hey, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what happened. And it wasn't until there was conversations had internally, we had a look at current workloads and realised, right, okay, we've got these upcoming projects. What are we going to do? We need someone that not necessarily is just within our current TA team, but understands the systems, understands the relationship mm. with CXE, is able to kind of be that point of contact for people leaders, CXE, and manage those relationships in the meantime. So I think that's where we started being like, okay, do we recruit the role or what other, what other solutions can we look at? Mm. And that's when CXE came in, discussed yeah. their recruitment model of recruiter on demand, and it kind of made sense, you know, mm. Mm. having someone that was familiar with their side of the business, that knew our business model, that worked with us previously on other kind of setups, and was just kind of that expert in the field that was able to kind of step in and keep everything taken over. Hey, Vicky, was... was- the partnership with Medibank the first time you've done Recruiter on Demand or was it existing? No, we, we've actually, this is, Medi was our uh, second Recruiter on Demand delivery and I guess it was um, uh, a little bit different. The first one we were just sort of thrusted in and here you go, mm-hmm. just pick everything up, you're the expert in contingent, off you go. With um, Kelly and with Medi, we were able to do a good handover period. There was a campaign that Kelly was in the midst of and it required a level of handover to Miriam who was doing the delivery. So um, I guess this was, um, with every model we've taken out some lessons learned, but with this one it worked really well because of that implementation period. It was a two-week implementation, about three and a half weeks Kelly was away and then a handover at the end as well, which made it a really successful delivery for us from that perspective. Um, But since then, we're on to now our fourth um, delivery as well. Um, And so we're learning more and more as we go. And I think, and we're picking up more and more capability and experience as well, which is great. It makes a lot of sense. So if you're already doing the contractor management Mm. and involved, and there's a relationship there, so you understand how the business works and your relationship on the whole, as with yep. the talent acquisition team, yep. to a large extent, mm. to be able to to build out that relationship, yeah, uh, makes a lot of sense. Because it, it for you, Kelly, there's less vendors or less partners involved. You're, you're with CXE Global uh, <laughs> yeah. for more than you know one solution, so there's that ease, and also 
the comfort of them knowing your business would that does that did that help Absolutely. And like, even if you were to look at it from the perspective of if we source someone externally, there would be so much more handover, explanation, context on these relationships. Um, you know, when you get people involved into what side of the business and at what side of the process, it just would have been so much. Whereas, you know, kind of that was alleviated by using CXE. Mm. They knew it. Yeah. So from your perspective, Vicky, where where do the people come from that you bring into your clients? So are they existing CXE employees? Yeah, it's a bit of a, it will be a hybrid. Um, (laughs) um, So we, at the moment we have, um, we've got MSP talent partners that work as a part of my team that oversee any sort of on-site delivery from a talent perspective. Um, We are probably at capacity at the moment. So I guess next Stop is going to be introducing some partners mm-hmm. who can assist us to provide the people to do the delivery. Um, I think there has been um, in the market a bit of a talent shortage um, when it comes to talent acquisition people. Obviously, at the height of COVID, post-COVID, talent acquisition was high in demand. Yeah. And I think that that kind of helped this model mm, yeah. because you couldn't find the people, but we had people that were available and skilled to be able to do the work. So we were able to get this model off the ground from that perspective. Particularly for those short or midterm assignments because you need to ramp up pretty quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And to have that capacity. And like you said, Kelly, if you were going to go to market, there would have been a lapse. You would have, you know, had to test the market and and maybe find someone who Mm. suited. uh, And by then you could have been, you know, on your holiday. So it would have been a bit late. I think the good thing, I know when I'm sort of, you know, I was in TA and and you always had to plan your holidays around the low points, whether it be at the end of the fin year or around Christmas time when Mm. you've got those sort of those down hours and you always had to do that. With with this, this is actually genius because you can actually go on holiday, have, have them step in. They already know half of what you're already doing. And CXC just step in there, help you guys out and hand over, hand over, hand back and all done. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that um, I've seen in the years that I've been doing contingent workforce management, the evolution of the, of our solution is that we now more of an extension of our clients talent acquisition function or their yeah. HR function as opposed to a supplier. Yep. It's almost like a blended solution. So I think that that makes this also that little bit easier to step in. I do and- enjoy those blended solutions because you've got to be able to ramp up and ramp down mm. at, on call. You don't know none of this, oh, I've got to prioritise these roles, which are more important. You've got to be able to flick that switch, whether it be with this on-demand recruiter model, whether it be with an RPO, whether it be with an agency partner, you've got to be able to flick the switch and be able to handle any workload within TA without thinking, shit, I need to hire someone in temporarily. I need oh, to, to put this. my holiday off again. Yeah, again. yeah exactly. <laughs> like how many times have we all done that? Yeah, yeah. Or next thing you know, you're working around the clock knowing that you're gone on Thursday and mm. you're going to come back to an inbox of hell in four weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That, that's not a holiday no. knowing that two days out you get that – oh, shit, my inbox, I better log in now because my first day is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. So, Kelly, the yeah. beauty of this is sort of like I guess you you know you're bringing someone in with uh, recruitment, talent acquisition skills. They know yeah. the business because they're coming from a CXE environment. So that handover period would be more just, okay, making sure that you've got the recruitment process specific to Medibank on hand and also understand any of the tech, maybe the ATS or anything else you're using. 
Yeah, exactly that as well. Um, and because they would have had access to one of the ATS systems we use, but they would have only had access from a supplier side as opposed yeah. to a buyer side. So, I mean, throughout the handover, it was just showing and navigating through that side of things, showing what needed to be delivered and when. And what worked perfectly as well is before I left, there was a few days when Miriam was working with us and I was mm-hmm. kind of stepping into the background. So there was that opportunity there to, you know, for her to still lead it, but ask questions as and when she needed. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't gone. So there was support there. There was also one other person in the team um, that delivers within contingent, but a different portfolio altogether. If anything kind of eventuated, that was a question she wouldn't have been able to answer, but that didn't happen to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that, that uh, handover period before and obviously after was perfect within this process. And so you had worked. a relaxing holiday because you knew the job was done. Yeah. <laughs> and there wasn't that like last minute rush. Yeah. To get oh, I wish I had a business partner to do yeah. that with because Craig is slack as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of wishing I had someone to step into my job. Who do I? You're really selling it, Kelly. If Lauren Lauren switches off, I switch off. It doesn't matter. I'm on holiday. If she's on holiday and I'm not really supposed to be on holiday, I'm on holiday. That's why I stress out. So tell me, Kelly, tell us a little bit more about the handover again on the way back. So you, you arrived back. How did it all work from there? Well, on the way back, I mean, it was an easy transition. I suppose just to, before, before I explain that, what actually had to be delivered was there was 45 roles that needed to be recruited and hired within the time period I was away. Mm-hmm. They had three um, different staggered out start dates. And I suppose kind of that whole, the team were doing it from a resourcing perspective, but they still needed to be, I suppose, managed and boarded that one point of contact updates to the business while I was on leave. So that's a lot of volume work in yeah. itself for that one particular project. Mm. Um, and then also there was BAU roles that were flooding in at the time that were within <laughs> my portfolio. So uh, we also had to ensure that Miriam was set up in a position to be able to kind of apply the process um, and knowledge that we went through and hand over to any role that might have come in, which she did. Um, so anything when I came back, um, it was just mere so like an update on how everything went. Was there any challenges, any sticky situations, any solutions that needs to be provided and getting an understanding as to what they were. Um, and her handing back, you know, kind of the status of where everything was at. And it was all done within a tracker, you know, perfectly accessible to leaders in our business um, and to myself when I came back. So we had that time period um, and she was just being able to kind of provide me that update as to where everything sat and what was successful. And it was kind of, yeah, I felt like I wasn't rushing through a million emails trying to understand, um, you know, what might have happened, where we're up to. It was just someone directly, you know, talking us through it. And it was very open conversation and Everything seemed to be, um, you know, delivered and in place. <laughs> and we make we can make light of it, but when you yeah. do take time out as a leader in a business where you have responsibility and you mm-hmm. bring in a solution, a sort of a stopgap or a, or a short term solution while you're away, the danger is a lot of stress at the back end. Yeah. To make sure a it's been delivered and b what what have they left me when I get here? What you know, if there was forty five roles, how many are really going to be filled with that business as usual stuff? Was it done? The internal stakeholders are they happy? The other members of the team that are existing were they happy with? So there's all these things that you must 
I'm not saying keep you awake at night, but you you know you, you'd have to worry about. And and this was all pretty stress free for you. Oh yeah, it was. Like I don't know about yourself, but whenever I'm coming to the end of a holiday. I'm always thinking about, you know, if I just log in before I go back, <laughs> get through them it's emails, that email, and understand where I'm at, so I'm in a better position for tomorrow. Like, people think like that, and people actually do do that, so... I didn't. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's great because yeah, I, I mean, I hate every Sunday. I I don't relax mm. on Sunday because I'm always thinking, oh God, what's going to be there tomorrow? When I so you do yeah. that little, so um, and that's great if you're on an extended break and you didn't have that sheer fear yeah. of of what might be sitting there when you get back. What big load of crap's going to be on yeah. your desk? So that's wonderful. And so, Vicky, from your perspective, what what have you learned from? from this and yeah. other projects that you've done? Yeah, I think that this one was really good because Kelly is so organised and structured and it really helped us understand that a clear handover is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as Kelly was saying, everything was documented in a tracker. So that really yeah. helps understand, you know, what were the key milestones during the delivery that we can focus on were successful, what are the things that might have been an issue that we can develop on for further projects. So I think that... Um, we a structured implementation process is really important, even for a short-term delivery. I think it's really important um, having uh, that ongoing documentation mm-hmm. so that you can go back and 45 rolls on the go. It's hard to remember what you kind of did well and what you didn't do yeah. well. You can you can go back and focus on those successful pieces. And then that handover when Kelly came back was really important. So having that as a structured process moving forward, we've been able to now do that with other deliveries and that's helped us learn and evolve our model a little bit further as well. Did you, did you sit down before this started and sort of set KPIs or benchmarks for the project? The things that... Not the, the first. <laughs> <laughs> the first time we were like, are you sure we can do this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, single swim. We got single it. Swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I think for this one in particular, Miriam probably would have sat down with you, Kelly, and gone through, as opposed to KPIs, what are the key things that you wanted her to cover off? So, um, and then since then, we've been able to evolve it to include clear delivery milestones. So the the one that we did um, before, the one that we're currently managing at the moment, it was actually a three-month delivery. So there was monthly milestones that we had to achieve and check-in points. This one was six uh, seven, six or seven weeks. So it probably didn't need that ongoing milestone check-in, but I think it's probably sparked the question at the beginning of the delivery. Do you want some key milestones Mm -hmm. or KPIs for us to adhere to and how frequently could we check in on the achievement of those? And I guess, um, this is more, uh, a a model sort of question or a model scenario. For, for other enterprise businesses that it might be listening and thinking, well, this might be a model that works, it would be set through like as a statement of work outside of any Correct. recruitment um, yeah. panel that might be in place? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it is a statement of work. It's for a, a, a total delivery um, amount as opposed to an on-hired worker yeah. um, so that we are responsible for actually delivering to those key milestones. The one that we're doing at the moment is actually more of a HR generalist delivery, which mm. is a little bit different in yeah. itself. But because we've got that contingent experience, it doesn't need to, to be entirely talent acquisition. It can be sort of more of a generalist delivery as well. Yeah. Perfect. Kelly, on yeah. the spot, would you use this solution again? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it saves kind of anybody else within the team having to 
you know, pick up extra workload and manage their own stuff while also delivering these, you know, requirements mm. that are essentially urgent, like their projects that, you know, are time lapsed. There's, you know, we have to work towards these deadlines um, and there, there's not much flexibility in that sense. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that we, we would look to use again if, if the need was there. Um, I mean, nothing has changed too much in, in regards to the team, but volume of work has. So yeah. we might not have to use it this year, but, you know, a few weddings coming up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's never say season. never because the weeks are changing so quickly. One week everything's off, one week it's all back on again. And it's coming into summer in Europe, so clearly some, you know, there's holidays booked. There has to be holidays booked I somewhere. Know, there is, oh, absolutely. There is. Absolutely. Hey, and Vicky, What's next for you guys? So in terms of what you've mm. learned, mm. um, are you expanding this this offering? Yeah, for sure. We'd love to um, keep delivering more models of this kind. I think not only is there a need for it in the market, as Kelly said, for coverage and um, when people are away, but peak recruitment periods, we've got the capability internally and the skills, and now we've got the case studies to yeah. show that we can do it and do it well. Um, and we want to keep evolving our talent solutions as well. So um, we've got a couple of MSPs that we've implemented recently as well. So we will keep expanding this area of the business. We'll keep learning and growing and evolving um, and, yeah, watch this space, I guess. From a, a possible um, client or, or enterprise business perspective, if they wanted to reach out and have a chat, mm -hmm. how's the best way to contact you guys? At, probably through me would be um, the, the best contact to start with. Um, I can take them through, I guess, what their current need is, where we can sort of assist in um, whether it be a gap fill or an ongoing sort of solution. Um, so, yeah, reach out LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah, LinkedIn, and I'd be happy to have a chat with anyone that sort of thought this was an interesting model. If anyone's ears have been pricked by this discussion, give I, me a message. I think that anything that makes it easier mm -hmm. is worthwhile having a chat about. For do you know sure. what I mean? So um, from an enterprise level, if – you know, you're already using CXA Global or have a contingent mm. um, need or, you know, management, yeah. there's there's an opportunity to combine some solutions which yeah. e everyone wants to have a chat about, let's be honest. Agree, agree. And I think it does work well when we've got that existing um, relationship in place, like Kelly was saying, we've got the knowledge of of um, Medi's systems and processes and things like that. But we also do have a lot of knowledge on many, many ATS out there. So, you know, we've worked, we, our clients work with Workday and Success Factors and Job Adder and yep. um, uh, Smart Recruiters. And so we do have knowledge of very, lots and lots of different systems and processes. So even if we aren't working with you, it's not something that we can't. And that's really important. Do. It's really yeah. important that um, that the technology is covered to an extent. You might yeah. not have all of them, but, you know, it's – it's um because. It, that's what internal talent teams, you know, they, they live and breathe by their ATS and their tech yeah. stacks. Yeah. Um, and to offer a solution that says, yeah, sure. Yeah. Our person knows all about that. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Agree. Agree. There you go. Recruiter on demand. Yes. Yeah. Who knew, Craig? Who knew? <laughs> hey. Add that to your bow, everyone. <laughs> More problems solved than created at Tarpod, as always. <laughs> hey, thanks for, to both of you for joining us today. It's been really, really interesting. And Thank I know you. it's a short one, but this is the sort of thing we want to really get a little bit of interest in in what's going on. And this yep. this solution, Recruiter on Demand, is something different. Yeah. Um, and and it's and you can package it up with a lot of other solutions. I think the fact that you can do this at peak times, like how many times we hear about Christmas casuals yeah. and all of these other people trying to up 
up higher, higher up quite quickly, yep. hundreds and thousands of people. I think that's a bloody great idea. Yep. That's a great idea. Thank you. So bloody th- great idea. Thank you to both of you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Hasn't it, Lauren? Yes, always good to see you, Vicky. It's been way too long. Way too way long between too long. drinks, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> between drinks. Yes. And I on know. that note, good it's old probably day. Yeah, <laughs> when we both lived in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opera bar. I will talk. Oh, my God. Well, I think we'll talk a little bit more about that off air. <laughs> and on that note, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me, everyone. Thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. Everyone. Thank you. Today's episode was brought to you by CXC. As well as contractor payroll, CXC are all over it when it comes to understanding their clients' recruitment challenges. Enter Recruiter On Demand. During peak recruitment periods or when your current recruitment team is at capacity, CXC can seamlessly embed an experienced talent partner to work within your internal team on a temporary basis. CXC's Recruiter On Demand gives you the extra support you need with no disruption to your everyday operations. To find out more about CXC and their talent solutions, go to cxcglobal.com and get in touch with the team. And don't forget to tell them... Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod. And please don't forget to subscribe. And make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit. I just hate Zoom. You hate everything. Oh, I hate I hate people. I hate the world. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? You just oh. welcome to it's the all, it's all just filled of joy and yeah, the warm and <laughs> warm and fuzzy Tarpod studio. Welcome. Okay. Oh, love! That's a firm no, fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel I'm just one of those days where I just don't feel yeah. like working. Yeah, bring them out. I still love those days that we well. could just go to the pub at lunchtime. Yeah. They're and not gone, go aren't they? I would go, but we've got those? a big we've got a big event tomorrow night. Mm. Oh, and big... I'm too old to back up. Yeah, no, nah, the backup's hard. Wait on, we've got <laughs> witnesses, and you are recording this. Please tell me that was in, on record. <laughs> I said I can't you just up. admitted that you can't back up. Yeah, I, I still try, oh, Vicky. I still try to go hard. I do too, but and I just I, can't. We we oh. went um we went to the UK just for a conference last year that we were presenting. Oh. At. Just for a conference, and the night before. <laughs> oh, we went for. <laughs> and the night before, I got caught in a lock-in, so I slept in a deck chair at the conference outside the whole thing. Oh, the so we went all the way to the UK to sleep. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> all the way to a conference so he could lie down in a deck chair and have a good rest. It was nice up. weather, though. Mm, it good. was beautiful. Did you get a bit of a tan? And, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I got, oh, yeah, yeah. In your deck chair? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, got, I got in a bit of trouble from this one. Yeah. One fucking <laughs> job. One job for one day. <laughs> That's all he had. And do you think he could do it? No. 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 no.